good morning and welcome to another episode of Life Lessons here with Carrie and, and our good friends Lee and Lisa McFadden. Lee is someone that I've uh, known for how long, Lee? Probably 35 years, huh? At least, yes. 30, maybe 36, 37 years. Yeah. When I met Lee, he had long, flowing blonde hair. And um, I was jealous. And now we've got the same haircut, so that's all good. So Lee and Lisa have been married for three months, right? Three months, and it's another blended family, his and hers. And I don't know if they'll have an hours, but they've got his and hers with how many, how many children? Eight combined. Eight combined kids. Yeah, each have four. Each have four, and you were in California, and lives mm -hmm. in Utah, and, mm -hmm. and you met and fell in love and got married, and the honeymoon is still going on. That's right. Yes. So when we started Life Lessons, um, I told you that you'd be hearing from, from Carrie and I in some of our Life Lessons, and then I said we'd like to hear from you, and, and so we can share your Life Lessons with this growing organic community. And we're having fun doing that, and so we shared Tim Ballard's story a few weeks ago, about Operation Underground Railroad and how his passion in life is going out and rescuing children who've been sold into sex slavery around the world. And and I uh, hope you enjoyed, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, but it was, pretty, it was a pretty tough video to watch in some places. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, that's life. It's not always easy, and um, but it's worth it. Uh, but we all have our different experiences and our own journeys in life, and, and Lee and Lisa are starting their journey together, having get, gotten married and now blending eight children together. And they brought several of the kids, I think, what, three of the kids yesterday up and watched uh, gymnastics and played with the horses, and, and that was so nice. We had a really great day yesterday together. So um, a couple weeks ago, just two, two and a half, three months into their marriage, um, Lee was having headaches, and I don't want to tell this. I'll just give him a brief outline, and we'll go from there, okay? But in fact, why don't you tell him? Um, so today's lesson is about, I guess, weathering the storm and, and realizing that, that there are things that happen in your life, bumps along the road that, that we don't plan for. And that's, that's, what, that, that's what life's about. So we're going to talk about that and how Lee and Lisa are, are handling this together and things that they've learned in the, in the last few weeks and the, and the focus and perspective that that's given them. So yeah. why don't you just share with, with the community a little bit what's going on in your lives right now? Okay. Well, um, you know, I have I've lived my life in a, in to to be healthy, and I like an active lifestyle. I like to cycle. And about three weeks ago, I was having uh, a headache, and it was very persistent, and it got very severe at times, and. I did not know what to do because you know, anything I took to remedy a headache wasn't working. And Lisa, my wife, she's an RN and she had the, the knowledge to take me to get a CAT scan because she realized it wasn't normal for me to not be uh, having this headache subside. And as we went in and got a CAT scan, it was found that I had a, a brain tumor. And it's a glio, what is it? It's a glioblastoma multiform grade four. Yeah. 
So there are four, there's grade one through four. The one and two are benign tumors, three and four malignant. So he has the grade four. Um, it is a very aggressive and fast-growing tumor. So we didn't know that initially. We actually just found that out, but all signs pointed to it being that based on uh, the way the contrast interacted with the MRI and stuff like that. Um, so, do you want to tell me about the surgeon and how that all worked out? We can. Um, well, in the emergency room, our bishop is a cardiologist, and so he works out of the hospital that we went to. He came down and saw Lee right away, um, was able to give him a blessing, and also contact Dr. Reichman, who's an incredible neurosurgeon in the area very busy, who was in surgery, but they were able to contact him and have the MRI uh, report read to him during the surgery, and he had an idea of what was going on with Lee and came and saw him right after the surgery and ended up getting him transferred to another hospital and arranged right away to have the surgery done. Um, the, the, the tumor was almost five centimeters by three by three, so you can what imagine. What size is that? Right. It's about, about two inches by one by one. And, you know, there's not a lot of extra room in the skull for extra something to grow. So you can imagine the pressure and the pain that he had from having that large tumor right in the right temporal area. Um, so he went into surgery the next morning. And they did a very good job in getting it out. That they can never say really that they got all of it because it does have kind of microscopic um, feathering areas into the surrounding brain and if they take too much you can't take much of the brain without affecting something vision or some other sort of um, you know, motor or sense and so um, we have to aggressively treat it now so you're gonna start. But you were in and out of the surgery and uh, he told you the diagnosis and and then when we met yesterday, I mean, you look fantastic. Thank you. I mean, in less than a week, less than a week ago, Lee was under the knife and, and, and having the surgery. And, and you're up and about. I think that's, you know, the fact that you marry a nurse, what a tender mercy that yes, is. Absolutely. Um, a tender mercy. And the fact that I'm looking so good because I look more like you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we didn't know how he would look bald. It was a big deal, you know, and he had just had his hair cut three days prior to the surgery and was bald. Bald is beautiful. Bald is beautiful. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you look fantastic, but your wife had the wisdom to know we didn't yes. get to the hospital. And yes. So within 24 hours of that visit, you you had your surgery. Yes. And you received the news that it's a malignant stage four, aggressive growth. And yeah. um, so now talk about how did that make you feel and then... What did you do with that information, and where do we go from here? Well, it, it definitely puts things in a different perspective. You know, when you know there are some unknowns, and not really knowing if there's going to be a result of life, but I'm encouraged that there is, and there will be. But it definitely makes one think about, you know, just everything about your life and what, you know, like this, you know, life lessons, you know, what would I want to share with my children? What would I want to make sure that they knew in case something does happen to me in that past, 
want them to know certain things. And you know, you really look at things differently. So you have a you have a um, you have a vehicle today. We're speaking to people's lives who may be going through. Maybe they don't have a brain tumor. Maybe they've got other illnesses or challenges in their life because because everyone's got challenges yeah. right now. Yeah. And so if there's anything on your heart that you'd like to share, um, it's because whether or not we have another opportunity to do this again as another life lesson, just share things that, how it's how it's put focus on your life and the things that are most important in your life. Yeah. And lessons that you've learned in your life or you know, anything you'd like to share from your heart. Well, it's something you've said many times dating years back that thing that you say about your parents giving you roots and wings, that truly is a gem. Because, you know, when we think about, like, what's important in life, you know, to me, people are one of the most important things in my life and the relationship that I have with the people in my life. It's not about the self-indulgences or the things. You know, yes, they're nice, they give you entertainment, they you know give you some joy, whatever, but that's not the most important thing. And, you know, I've got a wonderful woman in my 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 wife. She's just I call her a gem. And um, you know, everything that we've been able to experience in the time of that we've been together has been remarkable. Um, and and I think about my children and I think about my extended family and friends and you and just people that have enriched my life. And what can I do to give back, to, to basically inspire and enrich other people also? And, you know, it was, you know, I'll be 51 in about a week. And back when I was 22 years old, I was working for a seminar company. And I was in a ballroom where there were three to 500 people in attendance of this seminar. And it was asked of me from the front stage, and I was in the back of the room, just out of the blue, somebody says, Lee, what's important to you? And even at that age, I was able to just spontaneously say, people. And when I think back on that experience and how, you know, from that point to here, and Lisa knows. I mean, I have friends of mine from 30, 40 years ago from high school, from all these different aspects from work relations, neighbors, whatever it might be, that are calling to check on me. Anybody he's ever met, worked with, gone to school with, neighbor in his church, they're all his friends and he's their best friend. I mean, I don't keep in touch with people the way he does, but they're all flooding back and they all love him. And she's been so good. She's. I've been really tired, so I'm like, here, can you answer that? <laughs> she just talks to people she's never even met, and taking care of what I would what I would do normally. But it's, it, you know, I mean, obviously, 
not that I do anything intentionally, because I just I just reach that's out to who you are. Because yeah, because that's who I am. Not yeah. because I expect anything in return or anything. It's just that's me. And you know, and as we think about you know um, how to live your life, you know, we all have that example. You know, if with faith and in Christ and thinking about you know His example, you know, service. And I was just talking with Lisa's dad this morning about, you know, I mean, I'm the type that much rather do something for somebody than have somebody do something for me. And it's just been my nature, I think, from a young boy. And, you know, I mean, that's just something that, I, I mean, I want to live because I want to continue to do that. You know, it's what I, I choose to do and I thrive in it. When something comes in your way and you say, I mean, if you had any feelings like, wow, this is the one that is out of my hands. I've been able to control, I have felt like I've been able to control kind of the outcome through the first 50 years. This one's kind of out of my hands. Yeah. And do you feel that way or has it increased your faith or your prayers or? Definitely has increased my faith and my prayers. Um, I think that that's natural for that to happen. Um, but at the same time, you know, I do have faith and belief that if if it so be, then you know we can beat this, mm -hmm. and that will also be uh, an inspiration or some type of message. You look really at peace, Lee. You know, I feel really good and. A lot of it has to do with just having a fabulous woman with me. Um, so. Well, I think in the beginning, too, I mean, there was a lot of fear, and you just feel crushed by what's ahead. Um, then you just realize, for one thing, this used to be almost an unsurvivable diagnosis. And now it's not. You know, treatment has gotten so much better. Um, and it's still a long, scary, hard road ahead, but you just look, the only way you can look at it really and have any pieces with a positive attitude and to know that if anybody can beat it, he can. Now, he's one of the most positive people I know. He's positive, and he's healthy, he doesn't He's a lifter, help. you're a lifter, you're not a leaner, you're yeah. a giver, you're yeah. not a taker. And we think we didn't come this long to find each other to be pulled apart, it just doesn't make sense, so. How about you share if there was, you know, so things have crystallized, they've come in focus, and you've been living this way your whole life, serving others, so that's not new. And you love your family, you love people, so that's not new. But if this is now in God's hands, and you've got the faith of people around the world, we pray for you, we pray for you every day. Mm -hmm. and, um, and we believe in the power of prayer, the power of faith, so I encourage you to, to pray for Lee and Lisa, that God's will will be done in their life. Now, with that in mind, um, look into the camera there and just say, this is in God's hands. But if I had to say anything to any stranger out there or a friend or my kids about life and, and what's most important and how to live your life, um, share that. Share that with this community because, you know, there's going to come a time in all of our lives where we receive news that, yeah. that, that 
that's going to shock us into reality that, that we're mortals and yeah. that we're here but for a short time. Yeah. And then all of us return back to the God that gave his life, whether we're 50 or 100 or, or in Carrie's son's case, less than a year old. You know, so all of our, our, our dash, our yeah. birth and death, it's all different. And, but, but the Word of God says that, that our paths, that He knows every step, our steps are numbered. And that gives me hope and peace. Now, but where have you found the most peace in your life? And uh, is there a lesson that you've learned in life that you'd like to share with your kids or your community? Because this okay. is, is going to live in infamy, you know, okay. this little conversation we're having. Well, you know, as I, as I think, especially what you just said down here, is that, you know, there have been times in my life when I have been uptight and or, you know, worried about things that were really out of my control. And I would just say, don't let inconsequential things get you in a wrong state. And and do have the belief that people are inherently good and you know believe in people um, I just I, I know that you know we all go through life and we have our struggles trials whatever and hopefully we learn in light of everything that has happened I can say that you know, with everything that I've been through in my life, I feel extremely blessed and fortunate to to be where I am today, to have the experiences that I have had because they have made me who I am. And but I I I often think about you know just not letting, you know, some of the just really meaningless things affect behavior, attitude, whatever it is. And it's not worth it. I've been there because I've experienced that in the past. And when I think about that, I think, why? Um, I have a completely different outlook on that. Had I, if I were to go through some of those experiences again, it would be completely different. And so, I just, you know, I, I want to maintain that positive outlook, and I want to, you know, just believe in good. I just, there's, you know, some some people know my story. About what I've been through, you know, from a young boy to my adulthood and whatever. But, um, you know, like I said, those things have shaped me to who I am today. Mm-hmm. So, so every day when you wake up now, if you were to say, good, better, and best decisions that we make in our life, um, what are the type of decisions you're making now or consciously saying, this is how I'm going to spend my time today? And the knowing what you're facing right now and the challenge. Well, you know... The opportunity, let's call it an opportunity. Yeah. Well, certainly, fear is something that I think holds a lot of people back. And 
you know, there have been times when I have not done things because I'm, I'm very um, somewhat analytical, and so I like to know what's going to happen. And so there are times when I think back on some of those decisions I haven't made that, you know, I should have just gone forward in faith, believing that the outcome will be good. And so that's how I am now. Because, I mean, I, I firmly believe, even though we're having somewhat spring weather in February right now in Utah, um, you know, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting back on my bike and riding and getting back to being active. And, you know, that's what I look forward to. What's your biggest dream right now, Lee? Well, my biggest dream is to live for 20 plus years. Right. That's it. And um, well, we're going to believe in that dream. Yeah. And if you're able to live 20 more years, what would you do at that time? I would. I would not hold back. I would live the fullest I know. Um, I would make sure that people know that I care about them. I love them. I want to be an inspiration to people. And just be the best man that I could be, you know, for my wife, for my children, for just the people that know me. And serve in any capacity that I can for others. Well, that's, that's a big dream and a big vision. And we're, we're believing in that dream. Um, you're one of the best people I know, Lee, and one of my best friends. And um, like I said, I've known Lee for 37 years. And he's always been a people person. Uh, I don't think he has any enemies in life. And um, just to, I guess, crystallize, yesterday Lee and Lisa came up, and I was talking to Carrie, saying, what can we do for Lee? I mean, in addition to praying and believing and having faith that, that God's going to perform a miracle in his life. And so while we're thinking about what we can do for Lee, Lee and Lisa come in, and he has a carton of 18 eggs because he's got chickens. He loves his chickens. He spent like 15 minutes talking to me about his chicken coop and what he's doing to help these chickens. And he gave us these fresh chickens from his place. And that's just how Lee is. Instead of think, thinking of himself, he's thinking of others and said, hey, we're going to see down and care. Let's take him some eggs. So uh, I think that really crystallizes the person you are and the people you are. And and I told told Carrie yesterday, I'm so grateful, Lisa, that he has you in his life, um, someone on his side who loves him dearly and is concerned about his health and welfare. And uh, it's just a thing of beauty to watch you two together. And our prayers that you're going to live a long life, that God is going to perform a miracle, and the two of you are going to bless your family. And uh, another success story with one family. Uh, because there's a lot of people out there that need to see a model on how that works. And you guys are going to be able to hope you Show that model and live that. So, thanks so much for coming up on short notice and sharing some of your thoughts with us today. Okay. Now you're heading to the doctor uh, today, and we're expecting good news. Yes, and uh, we love you guys and are grateful. So, uh, anything you want to add, Carrie, before we bring this to a close? Oh, I just think it's 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 beautiful to be surrounded by you. And we create our own beautiful. And that's what makes it so wonderful, is that we have that choice. 
and you choose to experience and realize that way the blessing. So as we close this, I just ask you to remember Lee and Lisa in your prayers. Um, however, whatever your faith uh, is, um, whatever, however you practice that, whether it's through prayer or meditation, positive energy, positive thoughts, I encourage you to remember Lee and Lisa at this time. And so that's our life lesson for the day, that, that the life is going to send us some uh, curveballs. There's going to be stormy days and there's going to be sunny days. And uh, when the storms come, what do you hold on to? I pray that you're surrounded by people who love you and care for you and that you'll find peace in your life by serving others because truly that's when we're at the most peace. As when we turn it over to God and say, God, this is in your hands. You created me. You know the beginning from the end. You know my steps and the numbers. So I turn this over to you. Please give me the peace necessary to walk through this storm and that we can see the bright day as we uh, come through this storm. So God bless you and your families this day until we talk to you again and share another life lesson.